This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with an overcast sky. It's 54 degrees in Moralton on this Tuesday, the 14th of February, 2023. It is Valentine's Day. Rich Moeller's with you for your KVOM Morning News Watch. It's going to be a rainy Valentine's Day with a wind advisory in effect. So we're expecting rain to start up in the next 15 to 20 minutes here with some storms coming in this afternoon. We could get up to a half of an inch of rainfall. Our high today around 64. Now the other big piece of this is the wind advisory that's in effect. We will have south winds at 20 to 30 miles an hour throughout the day gusting between 40 and 50 miles an hour. That means unsecured objects could be blown down, tree limbs could be blown down. We could see some power outages due to that. So be sure to secure any outdoor objects and use extra caution when driving, especially if you have a a high-profile vehicle. Tonight, it'll be clear, still breezy, our low 45, with winds gusting as high as 30 miles an hour. Sunny and breezy on Wednesday, high 73. Another round of rain coming in Wednesday night with the potential for some thunderstorms. Our low 45. Thursday, partly sunny and breezy, a high of 55. Thursday night, clear, our low 27. And then Friday, sunny, windy, and a high of 49. Right now, overcast in 54 at the KVOM studios as we send out congratulations this morning to our employee of the day, Lance Morris at Hagen's Dodge. Obituaries this morning, Marjorie Marge Ann Russell Beebe, age 93, of Appleton, died on Sunday, February 12th. She was a member of Flanders Baptist Church in Connecticut, a licensed LPN, and is survived by her children, Brenda Beebe, Louis Beebe Jr., Jeffrey Beebe, Leonard Beebe, and Alan Beebe of Connecticut, and William Beebe of Arkansas, 12 grandchildren, 18 great-grandchildren, and a brother. The family will receive friends Sunday, February 19th, 3 to 5 p.m. at the Harris Funeral Home. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton and in lieu of flowers. Donations may be made in memory of Marjorie, Marge, and Russell Beebe to the Crossroads Cemetery Fund in care of Charles Hallam at 1836 Highway 124 in Hattieville, zip 72063. Barbara June Anderson Vales, age 71, died on Thursday, February 9th. She was retired from Levi Strauss, attended the Moralton Christian Center, and is survived by her son, Mark David Vales of Indiana, her daughter Candy Wise of Bryant, one sister, one granddaughter, and a host of other family and friends. Visitation will be at the Moralton Christian Center on Wednesday, February 15th at 11 a.m. The funeral service for Barbara June Anderson Vales will follow at 1 p.m. Wednesday with Brother Larry Miller officiating. Burial will be at Ada Valley Cemetery by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Approaching 735, overcast, 54 degrees at the KVOM studios. Our high today, 64, with showers throughout the day, starting in the next 20 minutes here. And it's going to be very windy. Winds 20 to 25 miles an hour, gusting between 40 and 50 miles an hour. 
prompting a wind advisory in effect throughout the day. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. 736 overcast in 54 at the KVOM studios. A former employee of the South Conway County School District will be returning to serve as an administrator with the district for the 2023-24 school year. In the group's regular monthly meeting Monday, the district's Board of Education approved the superintendent's recommendation to hire Mike Lee to be the district's director of maintenance and custodial services. Lee replaces Brian Bunch on the SCCSD administration team. The board approved the retirement of Bunch, effective at the end of the current school year. Bunch has worked for South Conway County Schools for 35 years and is currently the district's director of operations. Lee had previously coached in Moralton and is currently serving as the athletics director in the Bryant School District. Superintendent Sean Halbrook says it's exciting to be able to bring in someone with Lee's experience to the revised role of director of maintenance and custodial services. If you know Mike Lee, he is the neatest, most organized person that I've ever seen in my life. And uh, I know he can get things done. And he takes great pride. He's going to bring a great, great amount of professionalism. This is a really good deal for our school district to be able to replace Mr. Bunch with this kind of quality. A number of other personnel matters were also approved by the board Monday, including a renewal of the contract of Associate Superintendent Laura Hendricks for an additional year through June 30th of 2025. In addition to Bunch, retirements were approved for District Administrative Assistant Janet Ogle, Operating Administrative Assistant Sue Sutton, Moralton Junior High School teacher Danette Grant, and Moralton Primary School Library and Media Specialist Ann Stobaugh. In addition to the new Director of Maintenance and Custodial Services, the board agreed to hire Sarah Chadwick as a paraprofessional for Moralton Elementary and Moralton Intermediate School. Resignations were approved for custodian Jason Brown and for Yolanda Kemp from her bus aid duties. A contract modification was also approved for Dana Gentry. It was going from an assistant teacher to a teacher. Organizations will have until tomorrow to apply for 2023 Giving Tree Grants through the Conway County Community Foundation, an affiliate of the Arkansas Community Foundation. Any nonprofit organization may apply for a grant online at arcf.org slash givingtree. Grants typically range from $250 to $2,500. Requests for all types of grants will be considered, but the Community Foundation is especially interested in awarding grants that address the four Aspire Arkansas pillars, education, health, family, and community. Priority is given to organizations based in Conway County. However, the Community Foundation will consider applications from organizations based in other areas if they can demonstrate that their program will provide services to people in Conway County. Any IRS 501c3 public charity, public school, government agency, or hospital in Conway County 
is eligible to apply. Other applicants may be considered if the project has a clear charitable purpose for the public benefit. Grants are not made to individuals. The local board of directors will select the grants to be awarded, and the recipients will be notified in March or April. A former Miss Arkansas who hails from Moralton is still able to give back to the community where she grew up, even though she now lives thousands of miles away. Lincola Sullivan won the Miss Arkansas title in 1980 and was fourth runner-up to Miss America the following year. She currently lives in The Hague, Netherlands, where she works as a diversity and inclusion trainer and office manager at the Royal Dutch Shell Oil headquarters. Lincola was in town last week to celebrate her mother, Macy Sullivan's 90th birthday. Miss Sullivan taught school at Reynolds Elementary for over 30 years, and Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer declared her birthday Sunday, February 5th, as Macy Lee Sullivan Day in the city of Moralton. Though Lincola can only make it back to Moralton once or twice a year now, she always makes a point to visit with the elderly in the community when she's here. Whenever I come home, I take out several hours of my time to actually visit the elderly here in Moralton and the surrounding areas. I think that's really important to do, to not forget our elderly, and to do my part as well to making this our nation and our world a better place than whatever that is. And I think we all have a part to play in that. But I'm very conscious of, of the role that I've had, and I really do my best to continue lifting up worlds and wherever I can. When Lincola was crowned Miss Arkansas in 1980, she became the first African-American woman to earn that title, and she became the first African-American to place in the top five in the Miss America pageant. Competing in and winning pageants became life-changing events for Lincola, whose first job was working at the Moralton Walmart as a teenager. It was there that she was approached by a member of the Moralton Rotary Club who convinced her to enter the Miss Moralton pageant, which the club sponsored at that time. Her success in pageants not only provided her with the scholarship money needed to pay for college, but Sullivan says it also taught her many important skills that would help her succeed in life. I learned incredible life skills, believe it or not, by competing in pageants because it helped me to be a critical thinker because you have, because as I said, interview is extremely important. So it helped me to be a very critical thinker, and, and that's helped me throughout life. So when you are being interviewed by five to seven people, and then you have to go into later in life, you have to go in for a job interview. Believe me, that it doesn't feel so threatening. Sullivan says breaking the color barrier in regional, state, and national pageants is a great honor for her and something that opened doors for her life and career that has included connections with prominent political leaders and singing with Stevie Wonder, Cool in the Gang, and the Lionel Hampton Orchestra. Sullivan has been married to her husband, Roel Versfeld, for 20 years, and the couple enjoys spending time with their four grandchildren. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. The Moralton Knights of Columbus will meet at 7 o'clock tonight at the Hall on North Cedar Street. The UAMS Mamovan will provide on-site screening mammograms at the Conway County Health Unit in Moralton Wednesday. Now, these mammograms are by appointment only. You can call 800-259-8794. The Nathan G. Gordon Post 39 American Legion and Auxiliary in Moralton will distribute food boxes to veterans in Conway County Thursday from 11 to 1 at C.T. Church next to the movie theater in Moralton. And on Friday... They'll be at the Diane Wilson Senior Activity Center in Perryville from 11 to 1. Veterans must provide a military ID to receive the boxes.
and the Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons meets Thursday night at 7. As always, we appreciate you listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, but we know that it's not always possible to hear it as it airs. That's why we make this content available on KVOM's podcast channel. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts, or just listen on our website, kvom.com, or our free mobile app. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published weekdays and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 744, overcast in 54 degrees at the KVOM studios. Coming up on Close Up, a pre-recorded interview Eric conducted with Jimmy Oliver, standout basketball player at Moralton High School in Purdue who played several seasons in the NBA. That's coming up on Close Up. Up next, Eric has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswire, Chris Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Sacred Hearts girls team and Nemo Vista's boys team have both advanced to the semifinals of the 1A4 Senior High District Tournament and earned a berth in the Class 1A Region 3 Tournament. The Lady Knights beat Arkansas School for the deaf and the Red Hawks beat Scranton in the first round of the district tournament at Nemo Vista on Monday. Guy Perkins' girls and boys teams also both picked up wins in that tournament on Monday. The semifinal games will be played tonight. The Nemo Vista girls play Guy Perkins in the first game at 4 p.m. Following that, it's a boys matchup between Nemo Vista and Wonderview at 5.15. Then at 6.30, it'll be a girls game between Wonderview and Sacred Heart. And wrapping up the night's action at 7.45 is the Sacred Heart boys against Guy Perkins. It's boys action only tonight in the 4A4 District Tournament in Pottsville. Just two games on the schedule. Ozark will play Clarksville at 5.30 p.m. And Subiaco Academy will play Walgren at 6.50. The quarterfinal round games in that tournament will be played Wednesday. And the semifinals will take place on Friday when Marlton's girls and boys will play their first game. Look at weather now on this Tuesday, and we have got humidity right now at 77%. South winds at 16 miles per hour, gusting up to 23 miles per hour, and wind advisory is in effect for the remainder of the day through midnight tonight. Bear market pressure 29.74 inches, low temperature this morning 47 degrees, high yesterday 68. A year ago today, the low was 23, the high was 72. No rain yesterday at KVOM. Total for the year was at 10.56 inches as of this morning. Sunset this evening, 5.51. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 6.58. We do have, uh, of course, 100% chance of rain today, mainly before 4 p.m. And those strong winds increasing around 20 to 25 miles per hour this afternoon with gusts as high as 40 miles per hour. So uh, there's some very strong, particularly dangerous winds that we'll be experiencing today we will have a high near 64 but with that wind probably won't uh, won't feel like it then mostly clear tonight still breezy with the low around 45 degrees mostly sunny day tomorrow high near 73 then we'll have a chance of showers and thunderstorms for wednesday night with the low in the mid 40s another 
breezy day on Thursdays. We'll see a little bit cooler temperatures heading into the weekend. Right now we do have some rain in the area. 54 degrees in Marlton at 748 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. On our close-up interview this morning, we're joined by former Marlton High School basketball great, Purdue standout, and NBA player Jimmy Oliver. And Jimmy, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Eric. You bet. It is obviously an exciting time for you and uh, really the entire Marlton community this past Friday. Of course, you had your... Your old number 40 Devil Dog basketball jersey retired there, and a nice ceremony for that during during that ball game. So you were back in town for that, and just kind of talk about uh, about that honor and kind of kind of what it means to to see that uh, that jersey of yours uh, retired now. Well, truly an honor. I, I feel humbled that the uh, my high school decided to do something like that, and all the love that I've received from the community. Uh, since I've been in town. It, it, it's been a, a humbling experience. Uh, I'm very grateful and, and, and proud to be a Morrison Devil Dog. And uh, you're actually from the Menifee community, I believe. Do you still have, have some family in the area? Oh, yeah. My, uh, my mom still lives in Menifee. I have a brother, uh, two brothers that live in Menifee as well. I have one sister that lives <clears throat> in uh, Morrison and one that lives in Conway and one lives in North Carolina. So, my my roots, my immediate family is is still here. All right, that is great. And talk about I guess um, growing up, I'm sure you always always good at basketball. But did you ever think that you'd get to the point where that you'd be a, a big time college prospect and then uh, actually get to get the chance to play in the NBA? That's obviously everyone's dream. Did did you think that was a reality for you? No, I never thought that was a possibility because I didn't start playing basketball until I was in the ninth grade. I wanted to play when I was in the seventh and eighth grade, but I, I, I did not. I played when I was in the ninth grade, and when I was a senior, I thought maybe I would just graduate from college and go get, I mean, from high school and go get a regular job, um, and I thought that would be it. But then the opportunity to go to Purdue and uh, stuff like that presented itself, and I was like, oh, that's a great opportunity. So I did that. Went to college thinking that as my senior year, I would just graduate college, and probably move back to Arkansas and get a regular job or whatever. But then the opportunity to play in the NBA came, and I was like, shoot, that's a great opportunity. Who would pass that up? So I did that as well. So And life is kind of blossomed, got married there. My roots are there with my um, with my, my then wife and my kids. So I kind of just stayed in the uh, Akron, Ohio area. Yeah, obviously good, uh, good lengthy, not only NBA career, but overseas and otherwise professional career and talk about some of those experiences what what really stands out well um my, my rookie year uh, uh I, I got drafted by the cavaliers in 91 uh played with them and it was it was that was probably one of my more exciting years because we ended up uh going far into the playoffs we ended up losing to 
the Chicago Bulls in um, in the Eastern Conference Finals to go to the finals, and they went to the finals and won it that year. So that was a great opportunity for me. It was it was nice and memorable. We had um, uh, some of your Cleveland greats, Brad Doherty, <clears throat> Mark Price, uh, Larry Nance, uh, Craig Elo, all those guys on the team, coached by Lenny Wilkins at the time. So that was a, that was that was a good experience. Um, <clears throat> then. I uh, played a couple more years, one for Boston and, and some other teams, but then going to Europe, uh, that was a opportunity. Basketball afforded me to see a lot of the world and see a lot of the things that we've only heard about in history books and different uh, books and stuff here in the, in, in Malton. I got the opportunity to see a lot of that stuff because of basketball and my traveling. Okay. Yeah, it was obviously a great, uh, great experience for you. And what are you up to these days? Uh, you know, where are you living and what are you doing now? Well, I, I live back in the, uh, the greater Akron area. Uh, I worked for Southern County Juvenile Court. Um, ten years, for 10 years, I worked in the detention center uh, that they have there when kids, uh, youth get into trouble and, and uh, get arrested or whatever. They used to detain them in the detention center. But after 10 years of doing that and seeing the kids keep coming back into the, the same um, uh, system over and over and over again, I wanted to try to change uh, the way that I try to help those households out. So I went over to courtside and took a job as a family liaison uh, and CBT case manager on courtside. And now I work with the families. I try to change the environment that are creating these young men and women that are getting in trouble anyway. Because we used to put them through programs and send them back into that same environment. But you, if you put a kid back in the same environment and don't change the environment that created them in the first place, they're probably going to... Uh, revert back to the same thing that they were doing in the first place. So that's what we're trying to do, change the environment more for now. All right. Yeah, sounds like you're doing some really, really good work, and we are certainly proud of everything you've done and uh, excited that you were able to get back in town for this nice ceremony. And, uh, and once again, thank you so much for, for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. As Menifee native, former Marlton High School basketball great Jimmy Oliver had his jersey retired this past Friday in the ceremony at Devil Dog Arena joining us on Close Up this morning. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.